0: This is Alan Seaborn from Winning at Home. Welcome to In Progress, a podcast about faith, life, and how we grow. And for this episode, I want to share a passage that I actually talked about not too long ago. Um, I was talking about just kind of reframing and uh, recentering our lives on the things that are important to god and so in mark chapter 12 um, starting in verse let's see 28 someone one of the teachers of the law came and asked jesus um, of all the commandments which is the most important the most important one answered jesus is this hear o israel The Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. And he goes on, I'm not going to talk about this part of it, but he goes on and says, The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. And like I say, I talked about this not too long ago. I don't know, it's probably 10 or 15 episodes ago. And this was something that God was kind of reminding me of. If Jesus says, these are the top two things, right, that God cares about, how are we doing on that? And I encouraged all of us to take a look at okay, where and how am I living this out? And recently, um, this is something that has popped back in my head again. And so what I did is I thought, okay, what is the difference or the distinction between when he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength? What are the what's the difference between heart, soul, mind and strength? Now, you know, we hear it and you could probably lay out for the most part what you, um, what you initially think, what the knee-jerk reaction is, what the distinction between those four things is. And uh, for the most part, you would, you would have it pretty right. Um, not you, but me too because I was kind of thinking through what this was before uh, I did a little bit of digging into. Uh, so I have, <laughs> I took two years of uh, New Testament Greek when I was in school. And at one point, i not like great at it, but I was decent. Okay, so I knew, you know, the Greek pretty decent. Like, I would see words and go, yeah, I think I know generally what that's talking about. You know, there are different, um, verb tenses and endings and you don't care, but there's all this different kind of stuff. And I wasn't like proficient in that to the degree that I probably should have been after two years of it. Um, but I could usually read through and kind of get a gist of like, yeah, I know that word. I know that word. I know that word. Um, okay. Let me try to make sense of this. So it's been a while. Uh, I graduated in 2009. So I still have though a couple of my tools and resources and I have this Greek concordance that is probably three or four inches thick. It's an intense, intense book. And so what it does is it gives Um, I forget if it, this book was only based on biblical Greek or if it was just ancient Greek in general, I think it's just ancient Greek in general. So it's basically a a dictionary of all these words. And so what I did is I went through and I looked at, okay, what are the Greek words here when Jesus says heart, soul, mind, and strength, what are the Greek words that were used as Mark was writing this. And so I went through and I looked, and I saw some distinctions in there because this wasn't, you know, I said it's a kind of like a dictionary. Um, I don't think that's a full explanation or full uh, understanding of what it is because it does have definitions but it also gives you a bunch of different roots where these words came from, which can kind of give you a little bit of an added layer of flavor or a different part of understanding uh, maybe what the fuller idea is. You know, I'm trying to think through, I didn't think about this ahead of time, stupidly, but I'm thinking about it right now and going, man, I wonder if there's a good um a good english thing that can pop in my head right away to give an illustration for that where you're like oh yeah that's the root of this idea um nothing's popping in my head if it does as I'm recording I'll <laughs> I'll say it and hope it will make the point but I'm not sure uh so anyway I want to jump in and take a look at what I saw as I was looking at what these greek words Are saying and for heart really uh, a lot of what we initially think of is what Mark was getting at here with the Greek word that he chose so it's the um, seed of feeling and passion and so with it there's definitely uh, like we're imagining there's the emotional component, there's the intensity component, there's the um, there's the passion. I know that's one of the words that I read in the definition, but it's kind of what we think when we initially think of what would it look like to love the Lord your God with all your heart. It really is feeling and passion and and what we're naturally kind of drawn toward, what we have an affection for, an affinity for, love God with all of that. And then he goes on, and with all your soul. And um, what that word in the Greek is talking about and pointing to is this idea of um Breath, or life or your vital force your vitality your um, what makes you alive right love the Lord your God with all of your passion and feeling and emotion and also with your very breath with what gives you life with you know in some ways like uh your i don't know about energy because i think that is going to connect in a little more uh with this last one with strength but with um with what makes you you kind of idea and the next word uh with all your mind that's our purpose our intention our thoughts and i i like how it's not just thoughts how it's our intention too because i really think that that catches a lot of us off guard i think we have a tendency to think okay as long as i'm going through the motions and i'm doing the right thing then my reason for doing it, my actual uh internal state, how i'm doing, my equilibrium, my emotional state, all that kind of stuff doesn't really matter. Like i can be hateful while i'm doing the right thing. I can be bitter while i'm giving money. I can, you know, if we think about what this looks like on a practical level, we know that it's, I don't know about, it's easy, but it's definitely doable to do the right thing, but not be in the right spot internally. And so to use this word here, um, mind, that captures the idea of not just the thoughts that are in our mind, but our intention, our bent towards, you know, the right or the wrong or the selfless or the selfish thing. And then he closes out, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And that word strength, some of the words that initially popped up as I was uh, looking into the definition, were the ones that we're initially thinking of um, might or power. But it also had this connection to the idea of armies or troops, kind of as what a military commander would be um, sending to one particular spot or would be leading on a charge or would be whatever. And I loved that idea, you know, kind of thinking of like marshaling your troops, not because I'm into um, army stuff or anything like that, but because I thought back on, okay, living at that time, what would troops have entailed? Well, I think that would have been security. I think that would have been um, stability. I think that would have been in many ways kind of what you rely on. And when I think about what that would mean to love God with all of our strength, with all of our might, with all of our power, with all of our Um, you know, it's a weird one to say, but with all of our troops, with the things that really we feel like set us up for success, right? Because I know that I don't rely on troops in my day-to-day life, but I do have stuff that I really rely on. And I do have things where I find security, And I find stability. And um, as I looked at this Greek word, talking about strength, um, I started thinking about the different things that I lean on, rely on, trust in, find strength in, and... I kind of started asking myself how am I doing loving God with all that? And so I want to ask each of us to ask that exact question. How am I doing loving God with my whole heart? With my feeling and passion? How am I doing loving God with my whole soul? with all of my breath or my life or my vitality? How am I doing loving God with my mind, with my thoughts, but also with my intentions or with my purpose? How am I doing loving God with my strength, with my might or my power, or with my troops? (laughs) I know it's a weird one, but... With the stuff I lean on, with the things I find security in, um, how am I doing loving God with all of these things? And obviously, we're going to realize that in one or two or three or four of those categories, we have to admit we're not loving him with all. And so, What we need to do, you remember, someone asked Jesus, what is the most important commandment? Of all the commandments, what's the most important one? Jesus says, the most important one is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. So today, let's take our cues on what matters from what Jesus said matters. Let's work on loving God with all of that stuff in a full, all-encompassing sort of way, in a You know, the word right now for it is in a holistic way. Let's love him fully. And let's be more and more obedient. Let's prioritize more and more and more the things that Jesus taught us to prioritize as we go and love God this fully.